very early on in my journey with juggling multiple things in my life, like trying to raise a family, be a good mom, be a good wife, take care of a house and make money at the same time. I found one of the most useful tools that I believe I had ever found. And I like to call it a power hour. Inside of today's episode, I'm going to be talking to you all about this magical concept of a power hour and all of the different ways that you can and probably should and maybe should not be using it. What I know is that power hour served me well before I started this business. It served me well when I started transitioning out of my corporate days and running an event-based business with my mom into this business and and still use it to this day. It's something that I encourage almost every single mom that I know to use under most circumstances. That's why I decided to bring this episode to you today so that we can talk about the top three things that you should actually be tacking, tackling in your morning power hour and use this to be able to get an incredible jump start on your day. So if you have a lot of things going on and you want to feel like you are on top of it before the kids ever even get up in the morning, then this is your episode. What do you say? Let's jump in with a pen and paper, of course, so you can take notes to today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the hot mess express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves Dig in and get your life out of the chaos and in to confidence. Welcome back to another episode. Super pumped to be diving into uh, a power hour, specifically a morning power hour inside of today's episode. We're going to get straight into it today, although I do have some big news and some fun things coming up in the month of August. I'm going to have you stick around and come back for some other episodes for the next couple episodes to get all the juicy details, find out what's going to be happening here as we transition out of summer and into fall over the next, you know, six weeks or so. And uh, stay tuned because we have lots of fun things coming your way. But for now, let's talk about what a power hour is. Power hour is not something necessarily that I feel like I created. (laughs) I mean, anybody could talk about a power hour. But this concept, and honestly, it became a really systematic thing that I was doing, and I saw great benefit from it. And that typically is what happens with me. Um, I will, and am always, looking for things that are incredibly effective and efficient. When something feels off or inefficient, I'm immediately looking at how I can improve it. Um, I've been like that forever. I've always been like that. And, you know, how that really kind of came out in me when I was young was mainly through like student council. I was really involved in a lot of things. And, 
I really saw that kind of come together and be used in a, in a greater capacity when I started organizing events and working a lot um, with the leaders at our school, with the staff and administration, and, and just constantly looking for ways to make things better, to, to make things more fun, more effective, more efficient. And over the years, obviously, I mentioned earlier that I, and have mentioned it a few times, I had an event-based business. And so a lot of those skills kind of all came together. But what I didn't realize is how much value they would bring to my role as a wife and a mom. And even as someone that has incredible potential and capability to earn income, Um, which I never, ever thought that I would be able to do both and to do them well. And that is the point of my entire business now. (laughs) That's the entire point of my podcast here. Uh, That is the whole point. And although, you know, this podcast really talks about, you know, time and task management for home and for business, and it really is because that's how we get into the nitty gritty. The mission and the work that I want to do is to be able to help you know how capable you are of doing an extraordinary job at all of the things that you are called to do. And sometimes that means that we have to get rid of a few things. We've got to get serious about a few other things. We've got to make hard decisions. We have to be super disciplined. But what it comes down to in my wheelhouse is that we need to be systematic. And so as I kind of meandered my way through this crazy journey into how I became a mom, which was a single mom. And then I got married and had uh, a little one. And then not long after that, we had a baby. And so we had this full-blown family and I was working and there's just so many things. And my husband's a first responder, he's a firefighter. So he, what I keep hearing people call shift work, but he works, has had multiple different schedules, but he works for days in a row and then he doesn't work for days in a row and it was just really hard to juggle all of that while I was trying to make money to be honest and you know when I was working in corporate and I was leaving the house that was super challenging in its own ways and then whenever I transitioned out of that and I started working from home (laughs) that became challenging in so many other ways that you just never, ever, ever expect. And they both have pros and cons. Obviously, I find more pros in what I'm doing now than what I was doing before, which is why I've worked so hard to be able to do what I do, because it's what I feel that I should be doing. And not everyone feels that way. But in that process, I really came to find a lot of efficiencies in my life whenever I was you know, working outside of the house as a mom. But when I became a work from home mom, I quickly realized that there's not really any time to work. (laughs) There's just not, there's no time to work. And so I was like, that's, that, that's actually not going to work. Me having to work and not having any time to work, that's not going to work. And I started finding things that would make it better as quickly as I possibly could, because I refused. Well, first and foremost, like a lot of us, I had to work, you know, I had to work as a single mom, there was no other option around that. And then we got married, I still had to work, you know. Um, And whether or not that 
you know, is still the case or will forever be the case or, you know, is your situation or not. So many of us want to work, you know, so many women want to be able to take their skill sets to the market and make money off of them. You know, it's a very normal and common thing for us to, even if we don't have to have the income, maybe because our husband has, you know, all the income, we still want to and can and should and whatever words you want to put in there. Right. But the reality is, is that there's just honestly for so many people at face value, not any hours to be able to do that work. But I was relentless in my pursuit to be able to find time. So I started getting really, really smart. My, the name of my game was like, oh, well, if I do X, Y, Z, and I still think like this today, to be honest, I'm always looking at like, how can I rearrange things? How can I put things together more effectively, more efficiently so that I can get the outcome that I want? And that's what I started looking at. I started looking at where can I cut back on things that aren't necessary concentrate the things that are super necessary and create this, this void, this time and space where quote unquote, nothing needed to be done where I could insert my work. And that is what I did. That's where the five block method came from for time blogging. It's really where everything started. And it's when I stumbled upon the power hour. Um, I started getting up earlier than my kids because that wasn't always happening at first it was just like waking up to my oldest like staring me down in the face and me being startled every morning of my life (laughs) and starting the day like that I was like well that's not gonna work so to make a long story less long I stumbled upon what the magic of a power hour was through that whole journey and I started waking up to be able to say no one else is getting up and I know they're not getting up. Every once in a while, the kids will wake up a little bit early, but it was very rare. Everyone had their like normal wake up time. And I was like, look, if I just cut the crap and I get to bed on time, I can get up so much earlier than everyone else. I technically am not a morning person. I get so much clarity at night. I love how it feels. I feel like I could work into the wee hours of the morning. Like I get laser focused. I get super creative and I've always been that way. I've always wrote in my journals at nighttime. I've always done everything at nighttime, but blessed, I love a sunrise. I love being up before everyone else. And the older I've gotten, that just doesn't work. If you stay up late, you can't get up early. It's just, I need my sleep. And so it's been this balancing act. And what I did, I got super serious and I was like, this is my power hour. I am going to just hammer out so many tasks in one hour and I gamified it. And it started like that and it's evolved. And I've learned what really does serve me well and what serves other people well in that morning hour and what doesn't. And that's what I'm bringing to you here today. So what we're going to talk about right now is what you should not be putting in your power hour of work and what you should be putting in your power. So I have three in each category. If you're taking notes, there's a three things that I don't really think that you should be doing and three things that I think you absolutely should be doing in that little one hour block of work that you are going to tackle 
And I'm talking like 60 minutes hard on the nose. You don't go over. You could go under if you needed to. That's always cool. Get some time back to do something extra or different or do nothing at all. Read something, you know, in the morning. But these are the things that you absolutely should not be doing in your power hour of work in the morning. First one is to dive into social media or social posts. I have a hard no on this, and I bet you could guess why. It's a vortex that you have no power over. I don't care what you do. I always think that I'm like, oh, I'm just going to be in and be out, and I never am. (laughs) And blink, and an hour has gone by, and I spent it all in meaningless, stupid stuff that just warped my thinking for the rest of the day, and it's absolutely so dumb. And you've been there, and you do it, and you probably did it this morning. So that's the number one thing that you should not be doing. And the second thing that you should not be doing is starting projects. So we definitely don't want to go into that power hour of work and start working on project work because scientifically, the internet states (laughs) and a lot of studies show that in order to, it takes about 30 minutes to get into a creative state in, in our brains. And it really, it really does. I've kind of timed it and looked at how long does it take. A lot of people talk about this being your flow state. You've probably heard that a few times where you can like get in the zone and you're really in it. And it does take a minute. I mean, it takes like 30 minutes, 30 of those minutes. It takes a, a long time. And you can expedite that with some sensory routines and things which I've played around with, but I know how frustrating it is to get to that space. And then in like, with no time at all, you have to come back out of it. Project work is really intended to be bigger chunks of time where you can really get in and get some meat done. And so those are things that you don't want to be doing in your power hour, because by the time you get in, you only have 30 minutes left, right? The last thing is to start that day's work and try to get ahead of the day. Now, I know you might be like, well, what the heck is the point of a power hour if I'm not starting my day's work? And I'm going to talk about this and I'm going to break this down for you so that you do understand. And we are going to talk about what you should be doing in your power hour. But I want you to think about the things that you're actually supposed to get done that day. And if you don't know what the things are that you're supposed to get done that day, well, that is a really great exercise for you to complete, which today is not the podcast episode for that. But there definitely are some other podcast episodes that do talk about that. And we have some solutions for you. Your power hour just is not a space for you to be focusing on all of those weekly and monthly tasks, the client work, like creating contracts and sending estimates or working on like creating posts that you know that you need to get out today or next week, trying to get even caught up on yesterday's work may or may not be, that part might not be such a big deal if it's something really small, but like the overdue work, right? Like this thing that I had to get done or sitting down to plan out or write an entire blog or podcast or YouTube content reels or TikTok videos if you're doing those these days, like your marketing, like all of those things that you know, okay, these are things I need to get done today. Those are not the things. And obviously we just talked about like projects. If you had that can of worms on your plate for the day, that's not something that you're going to want to open up 
and try and dive into. If you are, though, looking for some type of system or some type of way to be able to know what is that work that I need to get done for the day, that would be a complete task management system for your business. Having a complete task management system for your business allows you to be super organized so that you do know what has to be done every single day. And it takes away all of that overwhelm that you're juggling constantly. I have found it to be so unbelievably non-negotiable for me to know what needs to be done every day. That way, when I sit down to my power hour, I'm not like, okay, what are all the things I need to get done today? And feel like I'm fretting and sweating about how can I hurry up and get a bunch of stuff done so that I don't have to cram it in in later parts of the day. I know what goes where and that feels so refreshing to me. I want you to be able to have that exact same feeling. So if this is speaking to you right now, make sure you go to chelseajoe.co backslash SYB for Systemize Your Biz, where you can get my four-week complete task management system. That is going to allow you to automate all of your daily and weekly and monthly tasks, building out a one-stop shop for all of those things in one complete workflow is such a game changer, not to mention Systemize Your Biz gives you a tracking system for all of your new clients and customers and all of the events that are happening in your business, plus automating all of your marketing content. So you're going to set up a simple content calendar for your Instagram, Facebook, podcast, email list, any platforms that you're using for your business and also gives you the ability to learn what your business needs in order to grow so you can focus on tasks that really matter and the projects that are going to move the needle in your business. Again, that's chelseajoe.co backslash SYB. You can check out all the details over there. A lot of what we're talking about today, the things that I'm talking about not doing in your power hour are all of the things that you would reserve for your work block. And we have that all flushed out for you inside of Systemize Your Biz. So make sure you check that out. Here are the three things that you do really, really, really want to do inside of your morning power hour. I've tested this on myself and multiple other people that are consistently using their morning power power hour. Almost every single person on my team that works with me uses this. Other um, CEOs and their operations and, and people on their team that I have trained and I have worked with, they are also using this power hour in this exact same way. And it's such a great rule of thumb to try and follow. So number one is the quick hit to do's. Your quick hit to do's are not, again, I can't repeat this enough. It's the exact same concept that I teach in home management is to not have lists in your business. You do not want multiple lists in your business. You want one list for really quick rapid fire things that you can check off in a matter of five, 10, 15, or 20 minutes max. Like I did the task, it's done. I did the task, it's done. We don't need to go into that creative space. We don't have to have a whole bunch of research or background knowledge. You don't need to open up a bunch of tabs. It's like one really quick thing and done. So What you want to do in that morning power hour is allocate about 20 minutes for your quick hit to do's because we have three things here. Okay. These three things need to be split up between the 60 minutes that you have. So if you just do straight across the board, 20 minutes for each of them. Wow. What a beautiful thing. Right. And it it doesn't have to be that like 
super dialed into 20 minutes each, but it's a great way to kind of pace yourself through those 60 minutes. Here's the second thing that you want to do is emails and communication. Now, if your inbox is a hairy mess, this might not be a great option for you. But once you have your emails systemized and you know exactly how much time, you know where everything belongs and you have a really good system for that, or even if you're like, I don't have a great system for that, maybe try it and see if this helps you build the system that you need where every single morning you just go in there and you spend 20 minutes, you respond to emails you move things out so that you don't have 1,456 emails sitting in your inbox. You delete some things. You kind of spend some time in there, right? And then the other part why I said email slash communication is because that's where I, I actually outsourced my emails. And so that doesn't go in my morning power hour anymore. It got to the point to where it was just so much. There was too much or so much. And so now my operations manager manages the inbox for me. I have my own emails that I have personal and for the business, but they're not the actual company emails anymore. And I do take care of those emails, but that is what I consider like communication um, because it's typically things that either I can get done in a quick hit to do, or it's me communicating with someone else. So a lot of times that looks like me checking in with Voxer, knowing who needs what, saying good morning to people, catching up on text messages for my family that stays up late and texts me overnight or friends or whoever it might be and just getting caught up. So I know that those things are taken care of first thing in the morning before I get through or get started with my day. The third thing here is after, you know, you've gotten through those, you want to have just a little bit of time left and you may need a full 20 minutes for that, for this, or you might just need like you know, five or so minutes is to look at your schedule or the lineup for today's work block. Now, if you don't have a work block for that day, then that's fine. You obviously wouldn't have anything, but you could look at what tomorrow's is. But the point of this is to go into your workflow and see the main core things that you're trying to accomplish today. Not necessarily this huge long list of all the things that need to be done in your business, but strategically what things have been placed on Wednesday that you're getting to from 12 to 2 for Wednesday's work block, right? That's just an example. What does your work block look like for that day and what do you have lined up for it? I always like knowing what am I getting into? Does it really matter if I have my hair done? Does it really matter what I'm wearing? Does it matter where I'm working? Does it matter if my kids are running around in the background? Like, what do I need to be prepared for? Can I bring my lunch with me? There's just, my work blocks are different almost every single day for the most part. And so I like to know what do I have coming up? Makes me feel a little bit more prepared. And here's the other thing that happens. When you sit down and you go through these and you've done these three things, guess what? Now you're going to get this done before your kids wake up. So this means that you're going to get to pour into your AM block distraction free. You don't care what's happening in your phone because you've already done all of it. And this is going to carry you over for hours, maybe for the entire day if you don't have a work block that day, or it's definitely going to get you until your work block without you having your phone and your laptop in your face. And that is the goal. That is 100% the goal. This is going to allow you to be so unbelievably intentional with the next time block that you have. And it isn't to say that you have to have a power hour in order to do that. I don't always have a power hour in my morning. Sometimes I do, and I love it when I do. 
but there, there are times when there, it just, it doesn't work or I don't want to have a power hour. There was a whole season where I was like, I'm done with this. I don't want to touch a power hour of work at all in my morning. I want my morning so hundred percent free from work. And then there are other seasons when it's like, I'm so busy like it doesn't make sense. I definitely don't want to be doing it in the evening. So I'm going to put it in the morning and you can use this however you want. You can play with it, make it feel really good for you. The point is, is to have boundaries with it, to make sure that you're being really, really strategic with what you're putting in there, that it doesn't get you sucked in, that it's something that you can easily just close that lid on your computer and you can pop over into that next time block that you're supposed to be in, get back to the things that you designated your heart and your mind and your time and your intentions to be focused on. And then you can come back to your work and the time and the hours that you've dedicated. I hope that this is something that lights you up, gets you super excited and makes you really inspired to go and try in your own life. If you're not already doing a power hour, please go experience the magic that we all love and know for those of us that have already tried it. And if you are already doing this, take a look at what you're doing in that hour and see if there's anything that you feel like would be a better use of your time if you don't have it already super dialed in. And if you do, kudos to you. Let's go rock out our morning power hour together. All right. Thanks for hanging out with me. I will meet you back here real soon for another episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.